Hi, hello, and welcome to In the Moment with Megan Bowman on Hawk Radio on Anchor.fm. We are so happy that you're joining us today. And honestly, I cannot thank you enough for supporting this podcast as we get going and, you know, honestly, learn what we're trying to do. So if you have not had a chance, please, please, please go check out our Facebook page. You can find that um, at In The Moment with MB, like Megan Bowman, on Facebook. So our, our tag for Facebook is at In The Moment with MB. So on today's episode, whether you're coming in the morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time you're coming to join us, again, we're just happy you're joining us. On today's show, we're going to start with our headlines and hot topics, some of the news going on in our country that you want to know about, and not even just our country, all over the world. Whatever we think is important, we're going to bring it to you. So as our center of attention for today, we're giving you a whole story, the nuts and bolts, the meat and potatoes of one particular hot topic that we're going to dive into. And today, our main story actually got changed. We, I was going to talk about something completely different, but there is a polar snowpocalypse happening in Texas right now. So we're going to spend some time on that because so much has happened in the past week. And so I want to share all of that information. All of my friends in Austin and Dallas and throughout Texas have been sending me videos. And I just want to, I want to share all of that information with you. And of course, send out love and lots of warm hugs to all of my friends back home. After we go through that, Guys, we're going to check out our freaky facts today, of course, in honor of Valentine's Day that just passed last weekend. All things love. Some crazy facts having to do with Valentine's Day. It's all about the rainbows and unicorns today, guys. And then, of course, happy thoughts. We're going to tell you an amazing story about a school principal in South Carolina. So stick around. I can't wait to give you guys all this information. We're going to go to a quick break. And when we come back, headlines and hot topics.
Yes, you cannot go wrong with Stevie Ray Vaughan. That was his song called So Excited from 1991. The album is called The Sky is Crying. I feel like that has a lot to do with everything coming up. I'm so excited, but the sky is definitely crying in Texas today. Well, not crying, it's snowing, right? So we are back. If you're just joining us, this is Megan. This is In the Moment with Megan Bowman on Anchor.fm Hawk Radio. Thank you for listening and for tuning in. Let's keep it moving to our headlines and hot topics today, guys. Now, if you follow politics at all, maybe you do, maybe you don't. For a while there, I definitely had to take a break because it was so overwhelming. My blood pressure was through the roof. You may or may not know that our 45th president, Donald Trump, was under impeachment for not the first time, but the second time. Now, obviously, Joe Biden is our new president and Donald Trump is no longer in office. And that was one of the main issues that people were upset about, is how can you put a president who is no longer in office up for impeachment? Well, if you followed anything, you know, on on the news, on C-SPAN or NPR, whatever, you'll know that he was acquitted in the Senate. So mostly we know that. What I want to talk about is the craziness that went along with this. So I found this article in The Guardian and, you know, it's, it's by Emma Brocks and it talks about With Trump's acquittal, it's hard to know what to be most angry about. So the deal is, we know he was acquitted. But here is the crazy thing. So some of these Republicans voted, but they fell short short 17 votes to get the conviction. So, So he was acquitted. But Mitch McConnell who used to be the majority leader, now is the Senate minority leader, actually went in and and made this huge speech about how he really was to blame and should be prosecuted after, like literally minutes after voting to acquit him. So this whole impeachment was brought on due to the January 6th riot that happened at the Capitol. And to me, I think the most, mm, I'm trying to find the right word, the most ironic bit is that Mitch McConnell had been pushing, you know, for action to be taken, that this was horrible. And then when it came to vote, he voted against conviction But then literally minutes after, went and said that, you know, Trump needs to be prosecuted. So anyway, that is what's going on right now with that. Like I said, main news, of course, is President Trump, you know, not being convicted. He is acquitted. 
Um, but just actually, let's quote McConnell. He said, there's no question, none, that President Trump is practically and morally responsible for provoking the events of the day. Wasn't that what the vote was about? Anyway, that's what's going on in politics. It's so confusing, which is honestly one of the main reasons why I've kind of, I, I try to keep my brain out of it for a while because it just makes me go bonkers. So we've got one other headline I want to tell you about, and this actually is happening in the Tampa area. So the FBI were called in after a hacker tried to poison our city's water with lye. So basically, our, our the parts per million is pretty low. Um, usually the sodium hydroxide or lye is 100 parts per million. So this hacker went into the computer system for the city's drinking water and basically just within a few minutes was able to hack and and up the switch so that the parts per million were at 11,100 parts per million. So this dangerous in, increase um is basically acid and, and would poison anybody who drinks it. So obviously, um, you know, this main ingredient, sodium hydroxide, also known as lye, is a main ingredient in liquid drain cleaners. So imagine turning on your faucet, water comes out, you take a drink, but it's actually you drinking drain cleaner. So anyway, this happened. They caught it. They fixed it. Nobody nobody drank it. However, here's the scary part. The person who conducted the hack has not been found and they can't find them. Now, officials have said they're trying to pinpoint exactly where the hack originated. And of course, once the hacker is identified, they'll definitely face state felony charges. And a good thing, because, you know, this is this is like a huge bioterrorism attack on Tampa. Um, but yeah, they haven't been found yet. And of course, this is this is right on the heels of Tampa. Winning the Super Bowl. I don't know. I might look at people who are not happy with the win. People, I'm just saying. Now, obviously, that is not a you know hundred percent a thing. Um, but something to think about. So that is another crazy story. We actually got that from a local CBS um affiliate here in Tampa who reported this story. And I tell you, it's just crazy to think about. It makes me want to boil all my water. I don't even know if that would get the lie out, but just, just to be safe because I, you know, never really thought about it, but I completely trust the people who 
put our water, our drinking water out. When I turn on the faucet, I 100% expect that to be safe to drink. And, you know, I know that this is a huge thing, the lie in the water, but it makes you think about some cities who have lead and all these other things, mercury in the water. Um, anyway, it's, it's a scary thing, but like I said, they fixed it. And uh, hopefully soon that hacker will be found. Guys, those are our headlines and our hot topics for today. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going into our main story, our nuts and bolts, the meat and potatoes, the center of our attention. Today's story about the snow apocalypse in Texas. Now, guys, I even wrote a parody song for y'all, but I, um, I, and you know what? I got to tell you, I love rap music and I always thought it was like so easy until I tried to record this. It is not easy. I take back all of those feelings about me thinking I could be a female rapper and know that this parody is for fun, it is in jest, and in no way do I think it is uh, good. <laughs> in no way do I think I am a legitimate rapper. So please be kind when listening and don't hold my rap skills, my rap street cred against me. Just know I tried and all I want to do is bring you some fun and some laughter. So we're going to take this break. I have the perfect song to bring us into this snowpocalypse story. We're going to listen to Hot and Cold by Katy Perry because Texas is quite hot and cold right now. Stick around.
change your mind like a girl changes clothes your heart Welcome back to In the Moment with Megan Bowman on Hawk Radio on Anchor.fm. So excited you guys are still with us, still supporting, still listening. Told you about it earlier. I'm going to tell you again, go check out our Facebook page. We share a lot of the articles that we talk about in the show and cool information. Also another place where you can find a link to all of our episodes on anchor.fm. And you can find that at in the moment with MB. All right. So go check it out. We're going to get right into our snowpocalypse story. And I, I want to start it with this parody that I told you guys about. So, um, I'm going to give it my best shot. It's just like the first little bit. All right. So this is to the two. And and listen, I was going to do this to music, um, but I realized I can't actually rap that fast. <laughs> so again, bear with me. Remember, it's for fun. So you know that song, Hot in Here? I played it actually on the last episode before I think Hot Topics to lead us into it, right? So I was thinking, how funny would it be if we made cold, right? So instead of so hot in here, it's so cold in here. Here we go. You ready? Okay. So cold in, (laughs) so cold in here, so cold in, oh, Want a little bit of firewood and a little bit of heat, heat, <laughs> just a little bit of power, just a little bit of snow clothes. I was like, good gracious, this is not happening. It's cold. The snow got me clapping. Now I'm looking around the house just to find my Uggs, looking for the sweater so I can bundle up. Then uh, not leaving, please believe in, don't know how to drive in the snow, so I'm screaming. Check it locked up in my house again for the season. Porch is covered in snow so my dog won't pee in. No deceiving. Infrastructure is screwed. No teasing. I need the power to come back on in my house. Not about all these rolling blackouts because I feel like I'm going to freeze and I can't feel my feet. Uh. Uh, can't nobody start the heat, so I'm gonna cover up in my sheets. I said, it's getting cold in here, so cold, so put on all our clothes. I am getting so cold, I wanna put my clothes on. 
Okay. I promise. <laughs> and that's it. I promise that'll be the last time I ever rap for you guys. Just know I tried. <laughs> I tried my hardest. And if you can look back uh, or look past <laughs> the sound of my voice while, I, while I'm rapping and just listen to the words, I thought it was pretty funny. So anyway, to me, that is what my peeps in Texas are feeling right now. So let's cut back to last week before Valentine's. Um, you know, honestly, it was around like the 11th. Uh, my sister who lives in Dallas shot me a text and she, she lives in Dallas, which if you know anything about Dallas, Fort Worth, it's one huge conglomerate city. It's two cities together, um, connected by this highway called highway I-35. So she sent me this Facebook video and it was this guy on I-35 in the morning in, in rush hours, like 6 30 AM. And as I, I couldn't even finish the video, it ends up being, um, these, this, uh, these cars, this huge backup, uh, just accident after accident after accident. Um, when I looked up the actual story, it CBS reported it. So like I said, the pileup happened on I-35 West. So this is this is I-35 that runs through Fort Worth, not that runs through Dallas. So in total, there was 133 vehicles. So not just cars, also semis, trucks, everything in this pileup that stretched over a mile long. So a lot of the highways in Texas have small overpasses and bridges, which are just prone for black ice. And even I lived there for, you know, 20 years. And I remember going out early in the morning after it'd be really cold. And that was the, you know, the one thing that you have to be careful for is the black ice because you can't see it. And once you hit that black ice with your tires, you're all over the road. So this black ice was on this bridge six people died from this, this pileup. Yeah. 36 people were transported to the hospital. 65 people sought medical attention after this. Um, again, this was CBS reporting those exact numbers, but the Facebook video my sister sent I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't watch it all the way through at one point, And, and the video is taken from a guy going the opposite direction, which that side of the highway was fine. So as you're, as you're watching, there's a semi sitting there and all of a sudden you just see another semi full speed, just ram right into the end of it. The semi that got hit starts falling over. And at this point, you're hearing in the background, bam, 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 all these cars just hitting. I mean, nobody can stop on the black ice. And it was it was horrific. The highway was shut down for a while. You know, my question to that is, 
Why was the highway open anyway? So I know a lot of people got to get to work. I, I'm not sure if they had salted the highways or, or whatnot, but those bridges, man, they'll just freeze over. So anyway, that is what got me thinking about, which is why we're doing the cold edition of our main, main story tonight or today, whenever you're listening. So that was on February 11th before Valentine's, right? That was a Thursday. So let's fast forward to the next couple of days. And Texas is covered in snow right now, guys. I mean, I'm seeing pictures of of where I used to live. So I used to live in Austin and there's this street called 2222. And any of my Austin friends who are listening, you know, the part I'm talking about, um, when you're coming, when you're coming from 620 and you're going towards 360, right? That stretch with that huge drop. Now, when I used to drive, (laughs) I don't live there anymore. So I can admit this. I would just, take my foot off the, uh, off the gas, off the brake. And I would just fly because it felt kind of like a roller coaster ish. It's a huge hill. Well, the whole thing is covered in ice right now. I'm seeing videos of my friends actually skiing down the hill. So much snow skiing with two skis. Now, I don't know of anywhere in Texas where people are actually able to ski. This is not a thing that, excuse me, this is not a thing that normally happens. So, um, my sister actually lives in North Dallas. And so she was safe from the Fort Worth accident in case you're worried. She's fine. Um, she keeps texting our family with a news report of, of the temperatures every day. And today it was negative one negative one. So the BBC also now, because this is all over the news, this is a literal snowpocalypse. Texas is seeing Arctic temperatures. And this is, this is something that hasn't happened. I mean, in centuries, definitely some of the coldest temperatures they've seen in like 30 years. All right. So BBC published this article about why Texas could be seeing Arctic temperatures. Um, Again, like I said, parts of Texas hit zero degrees Fahrenheit, negative 18 Celsius. So this is basically what they said is this is just an Arctic outbreak that has originated just above the U.S.-Canadian border. Now, it's not just Texas. It's the entire Midwest that is covered in snow. But Texas does not usually get this cold, right? And so they're talking about this Arctic freeze that happened, and it's really just one of those sub-freezing temperatures that just winter storms that comes through and it just happened to come a little bit more south this time. Um, and, and even the BBC, we're talking England, right? 
is reporting because this is these temperatures are 40 to 50 degrees Fahrenheit below average of what this time of year normally is. So we know on February 2nd, the groundhog and Punxsutawney Phil came out of his, you know, little hibernation hole and said, six more weeks of winter. I'm not sure anybody was quite expecting this. All of Texas. I mean, we're talking into Houston, Galveston, snow, like huge blanket snow, like Olaf is going to pop up and start singing, do you want to build a snowman? This is going to happen. I've never seen temperatures like this. Um, there was another article, um, this one from CBS, talking about a historic Arctic outbreak brings dangerous cold. Now, yes, the storm has happened. And okay, there, there's beautiful snow and all of this uh, throughout, right? But, oh, and I'm sorry, not CBS. This is from the Washington Post. These temperatures are actually more dangerous than anybody suspected. The infrastructure of Texas is not prepared for cold like this. There are rolling blackouts. People don't have heat, don't have water. I mean, we're talking about people stuck inside in freezing, ice cold freezing temperatures with no way to get warm. Also, they can't drive because, look, we don't have snow tires in Texas, right? We are not prepared for this kind of weather. And the in infrastructure is not prepared to support this kind of weather. So it's creating a really dangerous situation for a lot of people. Now, some of my friends who live in South Austin, um, what's up, Shell? are currently without heat, hot water. They, they have no power. And I mean, we're going on 30 hours of no power. Now, a lot of my friends are young. We're, we're able to adapt. However, when we think about some of the people who are maybe a little bit older, who don't have the means to, you know, really take care of themselves, you know, that maybe they're older, right? These are the people that we're worried about. I mean, some of these temperatures are hitting negative 10 or colder. Now, at the border of the U.S. and Canada, the Washington Post said the border is flirting with minus 40 degrees. And guys, that is not a feels-like temperature. That is the actual temperature that is happening. So the Texas governor, Greg Abbott, has issued a state disaster declaration. Um, every single one of the state's 254 counties are, of course, under a winter storm watch. And look, it's, it's not going to stop. 
Um, my, my husband works remote here in Florida and his office is still in Texas. 80% of his office is not in today. They can't even work remote. They don't have internet access. They're having to go into their cars to charge their, to charge their phone and to warm up. Now, here's the question. They can't drive right? Everything is covered. I mean, feet of snow. There, There's nothing allowing them to get out there because the roads are not drivable. It is an unsafe thing. What happens when they run out of food? What happens when they run out of gas? So I think this is, this is where the story is developing. Of course, this, this weather is not stopping. It is still happening. And the more information we get, the more I'll keep you up to date because I am sure my family and all of my friends will keep texting me and letting me know what's going on. And guys, I'm giving you lots of warm hugs from Florida. I know. Every time I talk to you, I tell you it's 75 degrees where I am. And all I can say is I'm sorry. I'm jealous of the cold. I wish I could be there with you to fl to frolic in the snow and build snowmen. Um, but stay safe. Stay warm. Take care of yourselves. Do what you got to do. We'll get through this. I promise. And of course, if there's anything that we can do here from Florida to help. I'm happy to. Whew. Okay. Um, yeah, there's just so much going on with this. It's crazy. Like it, it's crazy to me because I lived there for so long and I, I never got to see snow like that. And like I said, I, I am a little jealous, but I'm definitely not envious of, you know, not having power and things like this and, and just stay safe, prepare for more power outages. The national weather service in Houston is telling you not to travel unless it's an emergency. So keep that in mind. Um, sleet freezing rain is still likely to come across most of Texas and Louisiana. Um, you know, just, be prepared. This isn't over and it, it's probably not going to let up anytime soon. So stay warm, stay safe, and just know we love you. All right. Um, one last thing, uh, the Washington Post did report in their story, uh, and this is directly from the weather service. So this polar vortex is splitting in two. So that means it's going in two different directions. So this could lead to weeks of wild winter weather. So if there is a point where you're able to walk and get food, do it. Get what you can, walk back, or ski there. Stay safe. Stay warm. We love you. Guys, we're going to go to a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about our freaky facts Texas, we're with you. The Midwest, stay warm. We love you. This is Megan with In the Moment on Anchor.fm with Hawk Radio. We'll be right back. We were both young. 
first saw you I closed my eyes and the flashback starts I'm standing there on the balcony in summer air see the lights see the party the ball games see you make your way through the crowd and say Welcome back. This is Megan Bowman, and you are listening to In the Moment with me on Hawk Radio on Anchor.fm. We're so happy that you are listening, you're supporting, and you are joining us. That song you just heard was Taylor Swift singing Love Story. And I thought, how fitting to lead us into Freaky Facts, which are all about love, rainbows, unicorns, happy, right? 
So I found this story on Good Housekeeping, an article written by Amanda Hawkins, and she shared 17 fascinating Valentine's Day facts. Now, definitely a lot of these are going to surprise you. So the, you know, we always think about Valentine's Day, the hallmark holiday, right? Basically where our, you know, to me, our husbands and boyfriends are supposed to buy us flowers, chocolate, and a card. Now, for me, I got a Nintendo Switch this year for Valentine's. My kids, of course, think it's their gift. Little do they know, mommy loves Mario. So no, that's my gift. But that's not what these freaky facts are about. These freaky facts are the the facts behind Valentine's Day that you might know, you might not know. So again, this is from Good Housekeeping. And I just want to share some of these with y'all. Um, so you might know, you might not know, Valentine's Day was named after St. Valentine. But apparently there's a little confusion surrounding which St. Valentine this holiday actually honors. So according to history.com, there are two men named Valentine that could have inspired the holiday. One Valentine was a priest in the third century Rome. And as the story goes, this Valentine defied the emperor's ban on marriage, illegally marrying couples in the spirit of love until he was caught and um, sentenced, you know, to death. But another legend suggests that Valentine was killed for attempting to help Christians escape prison in Rome and that he actually sent the first Valentine message from himself while imprisoned, writing a letter signed, from your Valentine. So either way, um, not exactly a story full of chocolates, hearts, and uh, flowers, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so another little known fact with Valentine's Day is it actually has its roots in an ancient pagan festival. So even though a couple historians thought that Valentine's Day, you know, to, would commemorate the death of St. Valentine on February 14th, others think the holiday actually has its origins in a fertility festival, which was actually celebrated on February 15th in ancient Rome. I'm going to leave that one there and y'all can, y'all can look that up. Um, yeah. So in the 1300s, it officially became a holiday associated with love. At the end of the fifth century, our Roman Pope officially declared the date of February 14th, St. Valentine's Day. Now, it wasn't until the Middle Ages that the holiday became associated with love and romance. Um, but the common belief in France and England is that it also started because that's when birds start their mating season. So, 
Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> so I, you know, Valentine's has been around for a lot. And like I said, what, what was the first thing we think of? We think of flowers, chocolates, right? But the tradition of giving Valentine's Day flowers actually dates back to the 17th century. So today, giving red roses is, you know, one of the best things and, you know, such a romantic gesture. But it wasn't until the late 17th century that giving flowers became such a popular custom. The practice can actually be traced back to King Charles II of Sweden. So also kind of a cool thing, giving flowers has been around for hundreds of years. So no wonder we find it to be so incredibly important. Now, I talked a little bit about how much I believe this holiday to be a Hallmark holiday. And while I don't necessarily love the idea of, you know, a holiday strictly to go out and spend money on someone you love, hopefully they know you love them without having to spend money on a certain day. But apparently... According to the National Retail Foundation, Americans, now this is right, only only in America, y'all, Americans spent over 20 billion, that's a lot of commas, on Valentine's Day in 2019. They were expected to spend 27.4 billion in 2020. 2.4 billion of that is on candy alone. Now I have heard, and I have heard this, it is a myth, or it could be true, but the little, you know, candy hearts that say those little, um, be mine and love you and, you know, all those, the candy hearts. Apparently that company only prints candy hearts this one time of year and then otherwise they are they don't do anything because they sell so many the whole entire company just makes candy hearts for valentines now i don't i'm not 100% sure of all of the details surrounding that but if it is true that some of these businesses strictly come out for valentines and they make their cash that carries them through the whole year that is crazy. Okay. So did you know, not only are we spending money in America on the people we love, but also spending millions of dollars on gifts for pets. So uh, uh, according to this good housekeeping article, 27.6 million households in America also gave Valentine's Day presents to their pet dogs last year. Now, let's not leave the cats out of the equation. 17.1 million picked up gifts for their cats. Now, it's not in the billions, but it's still a lot of commas. Apparently, Americans spent another $751 million on gifts for their pets. For their pets. A dog. 
They don't know. Cats don't know. Now I, I would question cats because I feel like I feel like they know more, you know, than we think. That's why we're a dog people. I'm just saying. I feel like cats are too smart, man. It freaks me out. All right. So what do you think that people spend the most money on for Valentine's Day? Do you think it's flowers? Flowers can be pretty expensive. Probably not chocolate, right? Nope. How about that bling bling? According to, again, the National Retail Fe uh, Federation, the most money spent for Valentine's is on jewelry. $5.8 billion in 2020. Now, that is a lot of diamonds. Like, that is a lot of diamonds. $5.8 billion. Probably most of that was going between, um, you know, Kim and Kanye. But uh, anyway, <laughs> that's for another story, right? So, okay. We were just talking about the conversation hearts. Now, a pharmacist named Oliver Chase actually invented a machine that simplified the way that medical lozenges, you know, those things when you have a sore throat and you're coughing could be made. The result of this was conversation hearts. So this pharmacist started shifting his focus from making lozenges to the candy instead. And this guy, this pharmacist named Oliver Chase ended up founding the New England Confectionery Company or NECO. And these candy lozenges soon became what we know today as NECO wafers. How cool. All right, so on those conversation hearts, Oliver's brother, Daniel Chase, actually, wasn't until 1866 that he started printing the sentimental messages like, I love you, be mine, um, on, on those little sweethearts. Now, back then, the candies were bigger than the versions we have today. But do you want to know what some of the first messages were? Married in white, you have chosen right. And how long shall I have to wait? Please be considerate. So there you go, guys. Those are some crazy Valentine's Day facts behind the holiday you might love or you hate. So whether this year you are with your loved one, your dog, your cat, or you got to celebrate a Galentine's, I hope you had a wonderful holiday. And we are going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll share our happy thoughts with you guys. Thanks for staying tuned. See you in a minute.
Welcome back to In the Moment with Megan Bowman. I, of course, am your host, Megan Bowman, and we are on Anchor.fm with Hawk Radio. So that song you just heard was Teacher, Teacher by 38 Special. Now, why in the world did we play that song? Well, today's happy thoughts are all about a South Carolina principal who did a pretty awesome thing. So this story is from the Today Show. And we're talking about Henry Darby. And he is the principal of North Charleston High School in South Carolina. Now, Darby um, took on a second job stocking shelves at Walmart during the graveyard shift. So all throughout the night, he's working at Walmart. And then every day he's going up to do his career of being a principal in North Charleston, South Carolina. Now, every single paycheck that he earns at Walmart, he is giving back to the students of his school who are in dire need. All right. So Walmart approached the Today Show about Darby because he was one who he didn't even tell his boss at Walmart about what was going on. So the story, this guy is amazing, Henry Darby. Okay. Now the story gets even better. Okay. Walmart found out about it and presented Darby with a $50,000 check for his school. Henry Darby's boss, at, uh, the store manager at Walmart, Cynthia Solomon, of course gushed and, and was more happy and proud. She said on the Today Show that she would be so happy to have him work for her as long as he'll be a part of the family. And she was the one who gave him the check on the Today Show. So the whole thing is awesome that this principle literally goes above and beyond for his students. I mean, honestly, I couldn't think of a better happy thought to leave you guys with. The principle said, and I quote, these students, they are the best of the best. We love them dearly. And Mr. Darby, we love you and we love what you're doing for the future of our country. So thank you. Guys, this has been a wonderful hour with you. Thank you so much for joining us today. I can't wait to see you again next week. We're going to go back and talk about um, tap dancing. So hopefully you'll join us. That is, of course, if the snowpocalypse isn't still occurring. We'll definitely give you updates on that. But it's been a blast. I hope you had fun because we sure did. Again, got to give the shout out. Make sure you check out our Facebook page at In The Moment with MB on Facebook.com. Guys, we will see you later. Have a wonderful week. If you're in the Midwest, stay warm. If you're not, stay cool. Bye.